Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. says you don't really know, by the way, but Jesus does. The Bible tells us a couple of times that we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do, but the one who created us, the one who formed us, he knows who we are. Jesus was looking at Jew, Gentile, leper, oppressor, and responding to the heart that was crying out in faith. You can spend hours of your time and tremendous amounts of energy on self-discovery. And while you can learn a lot about yourself, today Pastor Robert shares that you'll never figure it all out. You'll learn that Jesus is the one who knows you inside and out. He knows your heart and he'll respond to the faith that he sees there. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 8 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Who are you really? Who are you really? You know, I taught a class a couple of weeks ago for Youth with a Mission, a series of, of discussions, lectures, whatever, but... Um, on the subject of leading through crisis. And there was, I showed them several little video clips, and one of the little video clips, it, it's a medical doctor that works for the Army. He's a brain surgeon, brain trauma specialist. But he, he, and I can't remember one of the French philosophers, a quote, I am the man who sees my thoughts. And for some reason that resonated with me. You know, the other guy, the other philosopher, I think, therefore I am. But there's a difference between those two perspectives, right? I think, therefore I am. And the other guy's like, "Mm, no, I'm the man who sees my thoughts. In other words, there's more to me even than my thinking. There's something more than just this one who thinks. Who are you? The Bible says you don't really know, by the way, but Jesus does. The Bible tells us a couple of times that we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. But the one who created us, the one who formed us, he knows who we are. Jesus was looking at Jew, Gentile, leper, oppressor, and responding to the heart that was crying out in faith. And this Roman centurion said, listen, I know how it works. You just say the word. You don't have to go. Just say the word and he'll be fine. 
And Jesus, in effect, says, wow, you're absolutely right. So you can go home now. Your servant's fine. And he was. The love of God reaches beyond everything superficial, surface, to cleanse and forgive and recreate the human being who comes to him in faith. It's the whole reason he left heaven and became one of us, because we're all contaminated. Every single one of us is a leper. That's the picture the Bible gives. Every single one of us. It's impossible for us to cleanse ourselves from that deep corruption, contamination. But when he touches us, it all goes away. And, and, you know, here lately, again, I've been impacted by the reality that you can read the Bible a thousand times and not be changed. But when you open your heart to Christ and let him touch you and then receive from him the cleansing, the that enabling touch to be able to begin to live the Bible. Because you can't do that otherwise. It's absolutely impossible to live the Sermon on the Mount except by the supernatural enabling grace of Almighty God. But it strikes me too that that here with this Roman centurion, Jesus, he seized a, a teachable moment, if you will, He stops what he's doing. He marveled at what he heard coming out of this Gentile's mouth. This guy, this guy had not been taught. You know, we got kids back there being taught this morning, right? I grew up going to Sunday school. I have this vague memory of being in the nursery in the little Baptist church I grew up in. And then going in, you know, Sunday school classes and having the Bible taught, singing the songs, right? Praying the prayers. This guy didn't have any of that. This guy was a pagan. He had nothing of the scriptures. But he recognized the authority of God working through Jesus. And he just knew. You don't have to go. You just have to speak. So Jesus spoke, but he marveled at the faith. This guy had exhibited more real faith than any of those, like you and me, who should have recognized their Messiah. And so Jesus stops what he's doing, and he says, you guys do understand that people are going to come from east and west. We're going to feast, but the sons of the kingdom are going to be on the outside. It's a scary thought. Anybody, no matter who they are, anybody who rejects the love of God offered through his Messiah is going to be left where they are, outside the light of his presence, outer darkness, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, he said. 
Then in verse 14, Matthew continues, now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother, his mother-in-law, lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Now, it's surprising to me that this is one of the more controversial passages on healing in the New Testament. Uh, you know, I was reading, diff, you know, just different sources and looking at different commentaries, and, and it's, it's interesting how many, and I understand it, I get it, but they point back to that passage in Isaiah where this is taken from, and they say, the, you know, he's talking about salvation. The, he's, he's clearly talking about spiritual healing. Yes, but what's the context of Matthew chapter 8. He's just healed three different people physically, right? The leper immediately cleansed. The centurion's servant healed. Peter's mother-in-law, he he touched her and the fever left. The context is physical healing. Now, the reason that quite often the Bible scholars want to kind of dodge that a little bit is one simple fact. Jesus doesn't heal everybody. And there's this extremist position that, I say extremist, maybe I shouldn't word it that way. It's an extreme position, theologically, but it's held by a lot of different people, a lot of different groups. They say that healing is a part of the atonement, meaning that it's guaranteed. You have a right to physical healing if you're a Christian, if the Holy Spirit lives inside you. It's part of what Jesus paid for you know, by his stripes, you were healed. Done deal. So what happens? What's the deal if, if I'm not healed? Well, clearly you're in sin or you don't have enough faith. But see, there's a problem because here what we see, the leper clearly had faith, right? The Roman centurion had faith. Don't know about the servant. Peter's mother-in-law? No idea because she got a fever. Oh, so he touched her, it's gone. It's like, there was no opportunity for faith or, no, do you understand what I mean? His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listened to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. 
There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com to learn more. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in for Main Thing Radio.